Now, Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. We are speaking with the one and only Steve Overland of FM. And as we say here in Montreal, bonjour. Comment allez-vous? How are you? I'm very well, Mitch. How are you? You okay? Yes, yes. Doing great. Good. So before we get into a Soul to Soul, the new Groundbreaker album, FM is back on the road like a lot of bands. It's been a year, year and a half. How are you feeling about that? Is it is it exhausting? Did you do you lose some stuff? I had a guitarist say to me, <laughs> "I'm hurting in places I didn't know I had muscles." Is, is that, how is yeah. it doing do for you? Do you know what? It's weird. We went to France. Yeah. Um, just to test the water out there, how easy it was to get into France and get back out with all the gear. And we did a couple of shows. The shows were great, but two shows I got back. The four day trip. And I'm like, God, man. I should do six weeks of this, you know, and uh, it's it's getting back into it. It's and we we're obviously we're doing a short tour of the UK now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I've done four shows, um, which have all been great. I mean, obviously, it's a bit like suck it and see. You don't know whether people are still going to want to come out yet, whether you're going to fill the venues. But so far, it's been great. You know, yeah. it's been really fantastic. So. Um, you know, we have another five to go on this little run, and that will be us for this year. Right. Uh, but I'm loving it. It's just like, and I sat in the dressing room with Jim and Merv, and we were just sitting there having a drink, and we just said, um, it's as if the last 18 months didn't happen. Yeah. As soon well, as we forget back on the road, you know, and it was, it was like, just like, well, did anything happen in the last 18 months? Because this is what we do. So we're just sitting there like we always have done for 30 years, having for longer, having a drink and just chatting after a show. And we just all said, it's like weird. It's as if that period of our lives has been picked up and taken out of our existence because there's no memories. Yeah. You know, in our kind of life, you have memories, don't you? You know, yeah, you, do. Um, you know, so it's strange, but I'm loving it. Strange, yeah. but I'm loving it, you know. Yeah, now, all, all we have now is memories of watching a lot of Netflix. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I've already yeah. seen that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Physically, though, if, how about the voice? Because, like I said, the guitarist was telling me that his hands were hurting and then he didn't know that he had muscles there. Vocally, do you get in there and you just go, oof, yeah, be, be careful? Well, I've been really lucky, Mitch. I think okay. we spoke during... So not so long ago, and I've I've kind of it's opened up a new thing for me. Lockdown. I I did a lot of records um, that haven't been released yet that you'll be hearing about soon. And yeah. I the Stack Band, Lone yeah, Rider. Yeah, <laughs> I kept. There's more. There's more. All uh -oh. right. So I kept singing right through it. So I've been really busy in okay. the studios and and producing and working with some young artists, and I've been very lucky because. Obviously, at first, we had a full, massive amount of touring planned. We had cruises with mm -hmm. various bands that were going around the world and, you know, the rock cruises. And then we had nothing. Just mm -hmm. like that, we had nothing. So it was like, I, I was a bit like, all right, then, you know. <laughs> so plan what B. am I going to do now? Yeah, you know, this is all I know. I'm down. fairly useless at everything else, believe me. You know, Working so, down at the garden center. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, and you you laugh, but I, I know a lot of roadies that ended up working at Home Depot and at the garden yeah. because there was, yeah. there was there was no work. 
Well, yeah. some of ours did. I mean, yeah. one of our top top guys, a guy called <clears throat> Lloyd, who works for Status Quo and work, has worked with everybody. And yeah. then he's one of the top guys in this country. But he 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 became a painter and decorator, you know. Yeah. And you it's have, funny you because he owns so he owns so much money doing that. Now that he's back out on the road with us, he's a bit like, I'm not sure about this. I'm not earning as much money as I so, you know, no. but. <laughs> well, I'll yeah. tell you this: the uh, the tour manager for tour, uh, Judas Priest, who's a good friend, uh, he started up a private plane. You know where you can rent a plane, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't go back to Priest. He just went. I'm at home, and I'm renting out these planes, and I'm renting out these buses, and yeah, I'm at home. And <laughs> and for the first time, the weird thing is, for all of the people that do what we do, yeah, you actually had some time in your own home yeah bear in mind i don't have that i mean i still don't but you know that was the thing for like a few months or whatever um everybody lived in their own home and if you're on if you're a, on cruise or you're touring band you, you look forward to coming home because when you're in in your house all the time especially if your wife or girlfriend they really don't want you there <laughs> you, you realize quite quickly that they love the fact that you're away a lot Is there... you know so uh you know so it's uh it's like honey it's... this is coronation street time just shush yeah exactly that's what it's like you know you got all these pictures of like oh it'll be great won't it you know we can actually spend some quality time together now it's a bit like well, if you put the dustbins out today, and you, know, you know that that needs painting and that needs repair, and it's a bit like, please take me back out on the road. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, let me go earn some money so I can pay people to do this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, um, let's get to Soul to Soul, the new Groundbreaker album. You're of course known as the voice, and you sing on a lot of different projects, and which I've bought and and I love, and I love uh, Ozone, and I love Overland, and I love all this stuff. How do you know, I mean, because you're not just putting your voice on stuff. You you worry about quality songs. How do you yeah. decide what's a quality song and what is a quality melodic rock song? How do you define that and how do you know? Do you know what, Mitch? It's it's a judgment thing with me now. I, I think I've, I'm quite picky. So when I get songs sent through to me, the way we write, basically I get, a lot of backing tracks sent to me and then I make them into songs. And I'll go back to whether it's Robert Sal or Ali and I'll say, we need to do this and I'll do edits on them and move the things around. And um, I just think it's, I'll listen to the demo and a lot of the time I just think the nucleus of this song is great. If we did this and we did that, it would be a great song. Some don't even make it past the listening stage. You know, I'm not the be all end or I don't know what, what you know, it's not like I know what a great song is. I, I don't, I don't think, you know, if you, if you look at an album and we do it with FM, like people like you, and we put it out there to people that we think know what, you know, that deal with this kind of music, that, that specialise in this kind of music, you can bet your bottom dollar that the tracks I think are great. You're going to come back with three tracks. I think, all oh, right. That wasn't on my top list of songs or from the album, but everybody's different. So my main thing is I listen to the, I guess, the content of the song, how the verse goes to the bridge, then does it really build in the chorus? And that's how I do it, especially with melodic rock, because, you know, from the early days of melodic rock, it's all about those choruses, isn't it? Like Don't Stop Believing and all those classic 
AOR songs and the foreigner tunes. It's having that chorus. It's just like, wow. So I guess I still look for that, you know, in, in when, I'm, when I'm writing. But every band are different. Every band's different. Well, right, with, with the people I write with, you know. But Alessandro, who I wrote with on this record, obviously on the last record, Robert Sal was involved. And I worked with him yep. as well. Ali's such an easy guy to work with. He's brilliant. You can just say to him, Ali, what do you think to this? What about we did this? And he's just so accommodating. And we listen to each other. And I think, you know, we got a great record at the end of it, you know, and we're trying to develop a, a niche, a sound for Groundbreaker. Because every, every band I'm in, and you know this, we spoke before with Lone Rider, it's that 70s. I've got Simon mm -hmm. Kirk on drums. I don't want loads of overdubs. I want just bass, guitar, tracked up one guitar and vocals and every band I have a concept for what I want it to be and Groundbreaker is has to be and Serafino and the company, record company have been great with us too it is what it is if you if you don't like retro 80s melodic AOR rock Groundbreaker is not for you it's yeah. not because that's what it's meant to be you and know that's what I like you know yeah mm -hmm. so and There's I'm trying to get my voice back. You see what happens when you don't do a lot of interviews. <laughs> but, but on the other side of that, you you definitely know what's not a good song. So when they come to you with these songs, you go, I'm not recording that. I'm not recording that. Yes, on this one. So, I mean, you don't yeah. just go, oh, give me 10 songs and I'll just put no, my voice. No, 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 no. And I'll turn down. I mean, I'm not sounding, I don't want to sound like some kind of. No, but you have to turn down. Idea, I mean, I turn down so many things. Right. And I, I like working with people that I like working with. And right. um, I'll keep it a very small thing. There's a couple of new things I've tried in lockdown that have worked out great. But I know Ali. I sit, I meet him on festivals. He's a friend. And I know Robert. And I know Steve Morris. And I know Simon Kirk. And I know all these people. So And Chris Charles. And I know the Thunderwood. So I know all of these things are going to work because we'll just bounce off of each other, you know. And so I do... I don't go in and say, that's great, that's rubbish. I go in and say, these five songs are fantastic. Let's just start with this. And this is the direction that we need to be going in. So that we then get another five. Once you get that inspirational thing where you say, these five are great. This is where we need to be. Then you'll find Ali will send me another four in that genre that are all just as great. Because he then gets the, the vibe of what we're trying to do. And that's it. And it's easy, really, Mitch. See, if you've got the right people that are that talented, it's it's not difficult. You just have to get the same same mind space together and say, this is the album we want to make. And more often than not, we end up making it, you know? So, yeah. and, and my point was getting to that, that there is a quality control, even though you're not on, you're on all these different projects, you don't just show up, sing whatever nonsense, and then say, give me my check and out. I mean, you do say, hey. I can't do it. Yeah, exactly. It's, okay, it's not in me. Yeah, it's not in me because I've basically the way I sing every song I sing, I put a hundred percent into. So even songs that aren't mine, I change them and I make them mine. Hopefully, you know. And it's like so, if I'm going to be on a track, I've got to believe in it because I'm going to try and put as much into that song as I can. And I've done some of Ali's songs on this album that he co-wrote with the other co-wrote with the other members of the band, and you know. They were great songs, but I took them and Ali said, look, I don't want you to do what I've done on them. I want you to do Steve Overland. So I take them and I do my thing and I change them a bit and do what I do. But I, I put 100% into everything that I record because it's important. You only need to do one really 
terrible record, and it's hard to claw your way back. <laughs> you know, so, it really is. And and by the I'll way, try I try my have, best not to do that. You know, if I, I have to say, you you do put your stamp on songs because I'm thinking of some of the covers you've done, including "Wasted Years" by Iron Maiden or "Looking for yeah. Love" by White Snake. And they're your versions. It's not just Steve singing Iron Maiden or Steve just singing. And you've done what three White Snake songs, I believe? Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. Deep I mean, in the, the Love. Yeah, the thing <clears> with those <throat> albums were they got me in, and, and Lee, the producer, who was a great friend of mine, he'd come in and I, he wouldn't tell, I think, well, we have this conversation, he wouldn't tell me which record it was going to be, yeah. which artist, because he knew if he'd told me I was doing an Iron Maiden album, <laughs> I'd have been like, Nah, no, 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 you know. How is my voice going to work on Iron Maiden? But I used to go in there and he said, just ignore that I want you to sing it like you. You know, so I can't sing like Bruce. That's never going to happen, Mitch. So basically, it's a different voice. He's great at what he does, Bruce, and he sings the songs great. So I went in there and I just did what I did. And I did did about 10 of them. The Police. Yeah. You know, and lots of yes, I did yes, lots of. I have them all, and yeah. I think they're great. Oh, really? And 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 I you're. Loved it. I loved it. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. Uh, and by the way, just to be fair, Bruce can't do you. I mean, that girl done by you is the version. Bruce's version is great, and it's fun. It's 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 comical, whatever you want to call it. But it's not you. So yeah, right. You yeah. know, well, it's, it's, it's a two-way yeah. street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. I mean. Yeah, so for me, everything, in answer to your question, everything that I do, I have to believe in. Because if I'm going to walk in front of a mic, to be I'm not being blasé, but to be honest now, go saying, yeah, I'll do that for, for 500 quid or a £1,000, it isn't worth it to me. Because I do a lot of stuff anyway, Mitch. So if I do something bad, it makes me look cheap. So I, I have to kind of, I yeah. tend not to do too many single tracks on people's albums. I try not to do that. So that I'm just a guest singer on a record. I try and make albums with people, um, and in your, I mean, I just turned down a really lucrative thing that was offered to me, but it just wasn't me. The guy just thought it would be me, but um, I just said I listened to it, and I just said it's not, you know, it's not me. I, I can do it, but it's not me, and so I'm going to have to pass on it. And you got to have that, I think, you know, otherwise you just become a journeyman singer that people get sick of listening to you you know yeah no I, yeah. i'm not sick of you no i'm not sick of you yet and my my, my well, you'll greatest, let me know i, I will let me know yeah yeah i will and 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 my my great discovery out of all your canon of work is the overland stuff i think there are so many good i mean that that yeah. that's a project that really requires like a greatest hits because there's so many little nuggets and gems on all those different ones especially scandalous yeah. that you just yeah. got to say all right Let's just put out one of these. Anyway, uh, Groundbreaker Soul to Soul is is available now. Uh, talk to me about this particular project. So you go in with Rob and 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 uh, Alessandro, and is this just something where it's going to be a studio project that you just work on every couple of years? Is it finite? Is it infinite? Do you say, okay, we've done two albums, that's enough, or do you say, yeah, every couple of years, let's make another one. Let's. Do we tour this? Do, what do yeah. we do with Groundbreaker? Well, Groundbreaker came mm. out of um, the record company. Serafino approached me to do an album with Ali, and Ali sent me some songs, 
And then Robert got involved. Robert's not on the new album, as you know, Mitch. We've got some great right. players. We've got the same rhythm section, a great guitar player. We've got a new band, really, for this. But Ali's right. doing it. We have the same rhythm section. Rob, at the time, was tied into something else, so couldn't do it. As it happens, me and Rob write together anyway. We're good friends, me and Rob. So anyway, so we're working on something at the moment. But I mean, you know, Robert's not involved, but Ali was. So I kind of thought about it and agreed to do another one. Right. And I love it. So, and we talked about before COVID, where the first album did really well, like sales-wise and response-wise. So... Mm -hmm. We talked about doing some festivals in Europe, and I'd love to with Groundbreaker. I'd love to do some dates. So now that it's all coming back, that's not beyond the realms of possibility. You know, it may happen. I, I need to do it, really, Mitch. I need to go out and do some dates with Simon Kirk, Groundbreaker, and do that stuff because they're all great records, and really and truly people need to know that it's a living and breathing thing. It's not just me popping into a studio and us all just not really meeting each other and making a record together online. It's not that, yeah. you know, there's a bit more to it. So I will tour it. Um, it's just that thing with time, you know, FM takes so much time up and you can't, I can't go out and do a six week tour with Groundbreaker, have, have a month off and then go out with FM because it takes the kudos out of on with every band in the world. And I'm seeing too much yeah. and the management would sack me. <laughs> so yeah. basically, you know, it's timing. It's timing and when I can do it, really. And But I'd love to do it. And even if I just do a, a splattering of festivals with Groundbreaker and whatever, you know, Simon's talked about doing some dates with with um, Ground, well, Lone Rider, sorry, no, no, no. And, you know, Lone Rider in America, which would be fantastic because that's where he is. And obviously yes. Bad Company is still touring out there all the time. And, you know, um, so... I'm open to it, especially now because I'm where I am in my, in my career and it's kind of, for me, I'm, I'm creating all this music that I think is great, but I'm just putting it to one side and moving on and doing something else, whereas I think it needs more attention, you know? And, so, and you're going to appreciate this. The other day I did my treadmill listening to Attitude, so... <laughs> oh, good man, you see? <laughs> it, it motivates you to keep moving. Um, the, new one, the new one's great. The new album is, I uh, think, that, I can't, it'll be out soon. And yeah. I have to say, a lot of these albums to me were discovered because, you know, they were sent for promotional consideration, and and I didn't know what to expect, but I saw Simon Kirk, and I saw you, and I went, well, okay, what, what's this? And I was blown away from the first listen. I, I just, it's, right. it just It just grabbed me. I just went, wow, those are, that's that's a good song. Oh, that's a good song. Oh, that's a really good song, you know? <laughs> and so, so the new one is done. New one's done. It's just waiting for, obviously, with all the stuff that's coming out, we have to stagger the releases, obviously, because I don't want loads of stuff coming out at the same time. So no. Groundbreaker's out, Frontiers are, are really behind it, and so I, I want to give that time to have its life and for me to do whatever I need to do. Like I'm talking to you and I'm doing interviews for it, and if I could do some dates for it, I'd love to. And right. um, same with Lone Rider. Lone Rider will come out, and Simon and the whole band are I've always said it'd be great to go out because it really is a stripped down band, you know. And the Stacks um, band too. Stacks band, have, I've done that record too. I, I had the <laughs> pleasure of writing that in um, Cape Verde, which was fantastic, ah. you know. So um, that's a different thing, obviously, because it's a, a big soul band with some 
top session guys in. It's fantastic. It's a different way of singing for me. And so just everything, really. I'm just really enjoying my life and my career still. And I'm very lucky to be able to still be getting so many things that are new to me happening at this stage in what I do, you know. So I'm great, really great. You're going to have to play Donington. Just It's going to be the Steve Overland festival. And you'll come on at noon with the ladder, and then at two o'clock it'll be Shadow Man, and three o'clock it'll be So. Yeah, there'll be a hundred musicians waiting for the song. It's not sure to, yeah, you know when you come, but no, it's uh, it's that's amazing. what I mean. It's just that thing of you can be your own festival, release, you know? Yeah, the Steve Overland Festival, the Steve yeah. Overland Festival. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm kidding. I'll just put a different shirt on for each band. They'll never know. You know, they'll, they'll never, never know. know. Um, where are we with FM? We're obviously touring. Jim is doing his his blues rock stuff, which is great. Great, uh, isn't it? He's doing great with that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's great. He's he's the the UK's Joe Bonamassa. Yeah, and I mean he's that. Fantastic, you know. I'm so I'm proud of him. I mean, he um he kind mm. of he's like having him in the band. He's like he's we're we're best of friends, me and Jim. We, he lives up the road from me in England, and we right. speak every day and. He'll, he'll get, send me a song, say, what do you think to this? What do you think? What should I do? And we talk all the time and we bounce off of each other. And yeah. what he's doing now is pretty fantastic. I mean, Dead Man Walking, the latest track, is, is taste of his new album, yeah. is a fantastic song, isn't it? You know, and yeah. Uh, yeah. he's getting some recognition now for what he should be as like one of the best blues guitar players you'll ever hear. He's, he's amazing. You know, and really and I like that he brings that to FM. When you listen to the Italian job or you listen to Indiscreet 30 or any of the stuff that he's played on, he colors it in differently than the other guys. Yeah. But yeah. It, it just it's just vibrant. It, it's it's fresh. You know, I mean, I mean, no disrespect, but I prefer Indiscreet 30 to the other because I just think it has a little bit more fire. Yeah, fire. It's, a, it's vibrant. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's... no, exactly. And that's what Jim does. Yeah. Jim's a, a, a fiery player. It's got attitude. He means everything he plays. He's yeah. just great. You know, he's a great singer. His voice is getting better all the time. Well, the he's backing vocals are just are great. It, it, yeah. There's a new yeah. level in the backing vocals. And that yeah. does not. And... I'm not taking away from anybody who did anything before. But, yeah. but Jim but adds... you got to, you know, Jim is a lead singer. Yeah. So you've got three people mm. that can sing lead vocals in FM now. So it's strong. It's powerful. It's like, you know, and um, no, it's, you know, it's every, that's the thing. Everybody in FM does all the things. And so FM is when we all come together and it's like a family, like he's been out on the road doing some stuff with a band of friends, which is Rory Gallagher's band, um, his proper mm. back bass band drummer. And, uh, he met us in France for a gig, and he, I just sat with him. He said, "This is like coming home, really." You know, <laughs> he, said, he, just, he said, "I just feel you just—it's just that FM are a family. We've been together a long time now. This lineup's been together for a long, long time, mate. So we're very close. We just enjoy it. We love it. We don't have any expectations of becoming Bon Jovi now. Right. We know right. where we're at in things. We have a great following. We sell our records sell well enough." Yeah, you know, you, I'll you know? say this about your fa- your following. Your following is like family. I, I've joined one of the FM news groups on on Facebook, and I've joined the Thunder one of the Thunder news groups on. And those fans, both Thunder and FM, they talk about the great 
band and they talk about the great album and they talk about the the, the great vocalist and the great song and the and then you get on to some other ones you know the kiss ones or and it's it, it's all hate it's all you're not but this is the best album you're yeah 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 but you get to the fm one and the thunder one and it's just people who love the band and yeah, who love to see each other loving the band and mm-hmm. it's 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 a great it really it's a family and that and that comes across at the shows yeah it's a vibe it's a vibe everybody's there looking around enjoying doing what we're doing and everybody gets it's not fm is not about it's very serious music it's quite difficult music to play because it's yes. quite intricate some of it yes but it's um and it's hard to sing because it's up there and it's all you know yep. but it's um Basically, we don't take it too seriously. We we go on stage to we don't just want the audience to enjoy themselves. We're enjoying ourselves doing yeah. it. When that stops, we won't do it anymore. You know, and it's um we have a great time in FM. Everybody, you know, doing this, and uh, that's why we've survived as long as we have, and that's why Thunder have survived as long as they have. You know, with the nucleus of the band, and and they've all been together for a long time, and they're good friends of ours, and. They're, that's why our bands have survived and have that kind of following because people can relate to what we do on stage. And when we come off stage, we go and see them and they feel like they're a part of something, you know, they, they, they truly and, do. And and know. the fans are happy to see other fans of the band. They go, oh, you're a Thunder fan. You're a mm. FM. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. an FM fan. Oh, this is, and it's, it's just, it's really different to see those sort of news groups compared to some of the other ones where it's, well, you're an idiot for not liking this album and you're an idiot for thinking this guitar player is, and it's just like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Let me me wrap up on this or, or start wrapping up on this. Uh, FM and thunder to me are making their best albums right now. You, you look at atomic generation and synchronized, you look at uh, all the right, all the right noises and, it's just spectacular. How how have you managed to? And I'm and I know it's an unfair question, but how I mean, has anything changed in the songwriting process? Is there just a, a, a renewal of, of excitement? I mean, how, how do you put out a atomic generation? Away. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it ever went away, Mitch. I think what it is with FM, we're because of the positivity that we get back from people right. like you and the press and the fans. It just keeps driving you on. It's inspiration, yeah. you know. It is because you just want to do your best for everybody. And I think we've never really, really dried up on songwriting anyway. Because I, I've wrote a lot of songs anyway for other things anyway. Everybody writes, right? So it's it's kind of been the great thing about the new album that you're going to hear is that Jem, keyboard player, has bought this fantastic cottage in the country with a really fantastic studio. Speaking so we did some recording at Jem's speak, house. Speaking of Jem, look at that. I got his Pepperland right here. Oh, you can't right. see. Yeah. There, yeah. You there you go. I got his Pepperland yeah. right here. I'm a I'm a true supporter. So uh, no, you're a good man. Yeah. So basically, Jem's written a lot of stuff that I've kind of helped him with, but stuff anyway for the new FM record. Which normally Jem is a bit of a backseater on FM records, but this new record, because of lockdown, everybody's had time. So it's opened up the doors for everybody to be a little bit, have a bit more input in what FM basically do. And um, it's a great record. It's finished. We're now mm-hmm. delivering it to the record company. Um, so maybe like a February or March release, maybe? Fingers think, crossed? Yeah, I think it's about March. March, mm. April release, I think they're looking at. Um, Perfect. It's going to be a great record. 
it's called 13 because that's we've done 13 records and it's um it's a really cool album really cool album and i think it's a little bit different but it's very definitely fm um but you know that's the thing i think everybody writes and the fact that there's no bad vibes in fm it's all yeah. fun and we just enjoy it so you're in, you're inspired by that kind of that I guess that oppiness in a band, you know, and the fact we've maintained it for as long as we have is is amazing. But yeah. we look forward to going on the road together. How many bands can say that after thirty five years? And by the way, you're you're right about the about the media. You you look at a guy like Dave Ling with classic rock. He only speaks positively of FM. You never hear him say a crossword. He's yeah. just excited that you exist. Well, and well, we know. We know these guys, like I, like I know you, I know Dave, I knew Malcolm Dome, which unfortunately Malcolm passed away on you. Yep. So all, Derek, all, all those people that were around, Paul Elliott, mm -hmm. all the old press guys from way, way back, and a lot of the new ones, we, we kind of have been there for so long. They've written about, it's probably one of their first gigs that they came to. I remember Paul Elliott saying to me, the first gig he went to was me at Hammersmith Odeon. Jeez touring with Michael Schenker when he was a kid. That was the first gig he ever went wow. to. And so they kind of, they've been with us and they stuck with us. And we, we, we've kind of been mates. We've become mates with people, friends, yeah. you know, and because we're not, it's not like, you know, we're the band and you're, you know, you're just, a, we, we, we just, people, it's like the crew, our crew are as important as the other members of the band to us. They travel with the band. Yeah. We have a crack with them on the days off. We all go out for an Indian. We go bowling. We have fun. And the whole the whole thing, really, Mitch, about doing this job, it gets harder as you get older. But if you have fun, you still feel like you're 25 anyway. It doesn't really make any difference. And that's what we do. You know? and it, but it's interesting to see the media always pulling for you. There are some yeah. bands that they just yeah. want to pull apart. But yeah. for you, they want to pull for you. And yeah. it's, it's, no. it's, just, it's just like, oh. Yeah, um, but that bounces off on us because that's what keeps us positive. It's like you want to do the. You're not just going to churn out a record that is mediocre because you want to do well for everybody. Because if you've got that sort of support, you don't want to let them down, you know. So we do our best to make the best records, and we we like we have the new one, you know. So when you hear it, I hope you like it. Yeah. Listen, uh, undoubtedly, I'll like it. And by the way, I like the title, and I'll tell you two things. First of all, my son was born on the 13th, so that's good. And oh, uh, the the Swiss band Gothard, their last album was their 13th, and they called it 13. So Did they? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, I wish I would have spoke to you earlier. So that now we're going to have 13, two bands yeah. called number 13. And right. the, uh, the irony with uh, Gothard is that COVID shut them down, so they still haven't toured for 13. So right, <laughs> there'll be two right. bands in well, 2022 um, having 13 tours. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to have to do that once once this comes out. With this this little set we're doing now. You're going to have to pair up with, with Gothard and think, go on the 13th yeah, yeah. tour. Yeah, the 13th tour, yeah. The 13th yeah. <laughs> Um, And I'll, I'll finish on this. When you look... Uh, when you look back, I guess, because Synchronize has been a couple of years, but when you look back at Synchronize and Atomic Generation and stuff... Uh, are you as satisfied or as happy as indiscreet and tough it out, or, or do you think, ah, oh, we're, we're we're still doing it, but we haven't caught on? I mean, they're great, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, as happy, um, because it's a different way now of looking at your record. I mean, but back then, 
And obviously every album that I made was like going to make me the biggest star in the world. That's what it was for. Now it isn't. It's about how good they are. You know, so I listened to the record company a lot in the early days, Mitch, you know, with we were with Epic and we were CBS and stuff. So they had some input, a lot of input into what we do. Now nobody does. So we just make records that we think will be the best record we can make. So, but I'm equally as happy with every record we've ever made, you know, just because when we're making them, there's 150% of effort going into every record. So I've been happy with every record I've made. I've copied the only record probably um, I came out of indiscreet thinking because we had the option of using Keith Olsen and some of those massive old producers that were around at that time that were making Rick Springfield's records and Pat Benatar's records. And we chose not to do it. Came out of making indiscreet and I was a bit like, hmm, I wonder what it would have sounded like had we have done that. But the record was so popular and well received, it soon basically knocked all of that out of my, my psyche, definitely, yeah. you know, but, you know, but, no, pretty much every record. Obviously, the records like Dead Man's Shoes were when we were at the point where we needed to take a break. Yep. But there's some great songs on that record. We just it's the production, the production on it, not particularly happy with. But there'll be elements of every record where I can, like what with your job. You'll probably listen to an interview and think, oh, I should have asked this. I should have asked that. So there'll be something about every album where I thought we could have done that or that could have been different or whatever. But overall... I think they're all really strong albums and they all move on and they have their own identity, you know. Right, so, and there's always one question I always say I should ask you, but I never do. But there's one song, and I can't remember it right now. It sounds exactly like Brian Adams' Somebody, and I'm going, were you inspired by it? But I can't remember what song it is right now. But I'll, I know I'll, what you mean. Yeah, it's, it's the groove of it, isn't it? It's that... Duh, 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 yeah. duh, duh. Which song is that? Oh, oh I Ain't the One. I Ain't, I ain't the, the One, one. yeah. It sounds Metropolis, like, yeah. Every time I start, I hear it, I, I start singing somebody, and I'm going, it's not somebody, damn it. <laughs> it frustrates me because I'm a... I'm a subconscious, subconscious, I all right. That's what I'm going to say anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, there you go. But it, it, it drives me crazy. And and by the way, and, I'll, and I'll, this is the last thing, it's got to be great to make records now because, like you said, in the day, you had the AOR guy, and you had the record company guy, and you got to be with Desmond Child, and you got to be with this guy. Now you just go in and you go, oh, we're going to make 13. That's it. It's relaxed. That's all. It's relaxed. We're going to make synchronized. That's it. That's yeah. a great place I, to be in your career. It really is, you know, and um, with the support of the record company, they just don't bother us. They just let us get on with making the records, you know, and um, same with all the people I work with, you know, it's it's been great. They just let me now at this stage, I tell them I'm going to make this record and let, they let me get on with it. The foolish people. You know. <laughs> well, listen. When you have a a successful track record, retro, successful track record, and you're not a pain in the tuchus, people just let you be. Yeah, it's a great place to be. I'm enjoying it, Mitch. You know, uh, never been happier. Never been yeah. happy. No. Well, this dog over here is not happy. Uh, Groundbreaker, <laughs> Soul to Soul, available now. It is another. Uh, well, I'll call it a masterpiece. And if you haven't checked out Scandalous from uh, Overland, or you haven't checked out. Um, God, I'm just looking at Synchronize, or if you haven't checked out Epic or Contagious or, or even the first Groundbreaker or Attitude, but just, just, just go and enjoy because there's a lot of great melodic music going on there. And uh, as we say here, merci. Just thank you. And thank you for the music, by the way. Oh, thank you, Mitch. Thanks for supporting me. You know, Absolutely. All the time. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah. you know, listen, 
I, I get I get joy and I put these things in my headphones all day long. And like I said, yeah. uh, treadmilling to attitude the other day was easy. By the time uh -huh. the album I'll was be, over, I was like, oh, I yeah. did three miles. Look at that. Whoops. You know. <laughs> I'd be at the garden center with some people like you. <laughs> you know, I would be one of those people, you know. Yeah. Seven oh, roses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, every rose has its thorn. Anyway, thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. And thank uh, you continued much, success. Man. And uh, bring on 13. And, uh, you know, uh, consider the 13 tour with Gothard. That actually would be kind of I'm funny. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. You and know. two great melodic bands. It actually would yeah. fit. So, anyway, thank you, sir. All right, man. You take care, yeah? You too. We'll Cheers. We'll speak soon. Yeah, See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Perfect.